everybody. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to ask the Lord to, um, I'm going to pray real quick, ask the Lord to speak through me, and then I will get started. So, Lord, thank you for this Monday. Thank you for this time to come together. I thank you for a word from you because there is nothing I have to offer, ladies, without, without you speaking through me. And I ask that your word would be a fresh word today that would be very relevant and applicable and speak through me to these ladies and customize it to their ears to be exactly what you would have for them today as fresh manna in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. Hey, Mandy. All right. So for this table time, I have a little theme here. There's a place, and I'm not going to pull it up in the Bible because I don't want to take up too much time, but there's a place in the Bible that says, come, let us reason together. I'm going to turn my volume down a little bit on my computer. Come, let us reason together. And so, you know, um, when people are, are working on a deal, they'll, they'll use the table as uh, let's come to the table, bring your deal to the table. Okay, we're going to go to the table and we're going to work out this deal. So for this table time, I want us to come to the table and let's reason together. The Bible says, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. But the, the first part of that scripture about the come, let us reason together is just really in my mind. And so I would like for us to kind of to go about it from the angle of coming to the table to reason something out and let's get real and let's work through it. Let's, let's look at the deals that are on the table. Okay. All the deals are laid out at the table on the table. Let's talk about them and let's reason this out. Okay. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. the Lord says to his people, he says, if my people, who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will heal their land. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. All right, that's a deal. So God is saying, here's the deal. I'm putting it out on the table. If you'll be my people first, the ones that I've called by my name, if you will answer the call, if you will humble yourself, if you will pray, and if you will seek my face, then here's my end of the deal. I'm going to hear you. I'm going to forgive you. And I'm going to heal your land. That's a deal. That's what I call a good deal. But I want to talk about some deals that the enemy offers. Okay, so in order for us to get the healing in our land, we need healing in our families. We need healing in, in our land for sure. We need healing in our minds. We need healing in our lives. We need healing. So in order for us to get the healing that can only come from God, we have to keep our end of the deal. We have to be willing to humble ourselves. We have to be willing to answer the call. We have to be willing to pray. We have to be willing to seek his face. So last night, I just kind of began to think about that. I know it's a sacrifice to pray. It's a sacrifice to get on this fight time right now. It's a sacrifice to stop what we're doing, to humble ourselves and seek the face of God. That is a sacrifice. And 
A lot of people, you talk about prayer and people are not really even interested in praying. You call prayer meetings and it's it's hard. It's a sacrifice for people to be there. But last night I just began to think about it, watching the Super Bowl and just seeing what the world has to offer. It leaves people so extremely empty. And so I just felt like the Lord was showing me the enemy is offering people terrible deals. And my mind, I could see like this visual I had was like this this person with like a $20,000 diamond that had been passed down from generation to generation to them. They've got this $20,000 diamond and they take it to a pawn shop and they say, oh, I just need, if you could just give me $200 for this, that would be great. Well, it's a terrible deal to give something of such value for something of little value in return. And what the Lord said to me is that's what's happening to people all around. There's an opportunity to humble themselves. There's an opportunity to get healing. There's an op opportunity to get freedom. There's an opportunity that God has put on the table to get forgiveness of sins. And to, to have miracles working in our lives. But instead of taking the time that it takes to humble ourselves, which is fasting a lot of times, instead of taking the time it takes to pray, we're like, oh, but God, I mean, I just need an evening at home by myself. Turn that down again. And so, okay, so begin to think about you get an evening at home by yourself. What do you do? Turn the TV on and you get this empty exchange and you tie God's hands because you're too you, you just got to have a night at home too busy to go pray or too much going on to humble yourself and seek the face of God. And so instead you make this exchange for something that the world offers that is so empty. Or maybe you say, I just got to have some time. I just, I, I, I got to have some time for a recreational life. Okay. So you need a recreational life and you put aside humbling yourself praying, seeking the face of God so you can have a recreational life. But what does that really offer you? Because that your recreational life is coming at the expense of healing, forgiveness. Remember, this is come and let us reason together. We're at the table. We have a couple of deals on the table. And Jesus said it this way. What will a man give in exchange for his soul? So what are we, what are you, Christian lady, what are you turning away from because you need personal time, because you need, you need uh, recreational time, because humbling yourself and seeking the face of God is just, let's face it, it's just inconvenient. So instead, you're getting the me time, you're getting the recreational time, you're getting the time in the world, and I want you to, to really stop and reason out what is the enemy giving you? That's better than what God is offering. Okay, Isaiah 61. Let's talk about what God has put on the table. Now, I turned away from it in my Bible, so give me a second to get to it. I hope this is making sense. We're coming to the table to look at the deals that are out on the table and to reason together. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me. Now, this is what Jesus Christ has to offer us to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, 
all your romantic comedies and all of your recreation. Oh my goodness, my husband is coming home, and so my dog is. My dogs are going crazy. But Piper's really going to go crazy until Jeremy comes in. Piper, no. Okay, so he says he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. You can watch. All the Hallmark movies you want to watch, all the romantic comedies you want to watch. You can drink all the alcohol you want with friends. You can do all of that, and it's not going to bind the brokenhearted. Or you can go through the inconvenience of humbling yourself and seeking your seeking the face of God. And he says, I've put a deal on the table. I'll bind up your broken heart. I'll mend your broken heart. Okay, let's keep going. To proclaim liberty to the captives. I'm going to give liberty to you for your inconvenience. What is Satan offering you? I mean, if you turn away from praying and you turn away from the assembling of yourselves together and, and you don't want the extra time that it's going to take to come together to seek my face and you need to go out and, and spend time with the enemy, what is the enemy offering you? Can he bind up your broken heart? I mean, this is the deal on the table. Jesus is saying, who's got the better deal here? Can he bind up your broken heart? Can he proclaim liberty? Can he give you all the captives in your life, all the captives in, in your family, or even you if you're held captive? Can, can the enemy proclaim liberty to you? No. There's a better deal on the table, and the, it's not the enemies. He said, I've come, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, to, to proclaim the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That is this year for us, ladies. And the day of our God's vengeance. I am here, in other words, I'm still in Isaiah 61, with a deal on the table to comfort all who mourn. But I need you first to be willing to humble yourself and pray and seek my face. And really, really think about, if you don't want to take the time to do that, because you need to spend time doing your own thing. What return is that bringing? I'm going to keep going. He says, so I'm going to comfort all those who mourn. I'm anointed to give beauty for ashes. You can get all the beauty rest you want. But time in the presence of God, his deal on the table is I'll give you beauty for ashes. The garment of praise. For the spirit of heaviness. The deal on the table for God is... I had this coat, this little jacket on earlier because I was cold. And so we're wearing this like heaviness. And he says, I'm going to take off your heaviness. And I'm going to put on a garment of praise for you. Now what can this world offer that compares to that? That they might be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. This also came to my mind. The blessings of the Lord make one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. That's his deal on the table. So let me put it in a nutshell because I'm speaking a lot to covenant church ladies. And, and if maybe you go to another church, we are in, we have a covenant relationship with other churches. We love to stand with other pastors. So if you are um, sitting under another pastor, let me, let me maybe say something that is hard for them to say. I know we are going to the church a lot. We have Sunday morning church and now we've added this Sunday night prayer revival. And 
I know people are probably thinking another night because we've already got Tuesday nights and we've got Wednesday nights. But listen, this is what the Lord showed me last night. What are you going to do on a Sunday night that will bring a better return than humbling yourself, seeking the face of God, turning from your wicked ways? So that he can hear from heaven. So that he can heal our land. So that he can forgive our sin. So that he can bind up the brokenhearted. So that he can proclaim liberty to the captive. So he can bring home the prodigals. So that he can make us rich with his blessings. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about the blessings of the Lord that make us rich with no sorrow. I'm talking about bringing our prodigals home. I'm talking about delivering our loved ones. I'm talking about healing our lives. I'm talking about delivering us and lifting off the heaviness. When we put our head down at night, we sleep peacefully because of the peace of God that's in our lives. Let's get real. It's table time. There are a couple of deals on the table and let's reason together. My, my computer just um, died and so my music's going to end. What's the better deal? What's the better deal? Which has the better return? I can tell you what Jesus Christ, God Almighty, has to offer you and has to offer your family and your future is a much better deal than what the enemy is offering. So let's reason this out. However you're going to spend your time tonight, before you put your head on your pillow, and you go to sleep, I know it is a lot more convenient to fall asleep to Hallmark or Lifetime or whatever, whatever, whatever else uh, your streaming service wants to provide. But what kind, honestly, what kind of return is that going to offer you? Or you can go to bed, and before you go to bed, you can take some time to tell everything else to stop. And humble yourself and seek God's faith, face and evaluate your ways and turn from your wicked ways and have face time with God and see what his return brings. When you look at it that way, it's a no-brainer. Some of you need to say, no deal, <laughs> Satan. If I want to be corny, no deal, Howie, no deal. Satan, that's a terrible deal that you have put on the table. I have a much better deal. And yes, it's probably going to be a little inconvenient and it's going to cause me to have to set aside my selfish ambition. It's going to have to cause me to stop some things and seek the face of God. But what God has to offer me in return is much better. It's much more valuable to me. All right. I love you ladies so much. I hope that I've been able to get it out like the Lord gave it to me. He just said, hey, pay attention. Pay attention to everything that the enemy is offering you. And yes, you have to sacrifice time in the world to seek my face. But check out my returns. Check out my returns and how much better they are. And I'm going to go back to this. This is what the 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 enemy is a pawn shop operator. That's how the Lord showed it to me. He's a pawn shop operator and he is ready to jump on your deal of turning in your family heirloom 
fourth generation diamond that's been passed through that's worth $10,000 or $20,000. Yes, and he is happy to give you $200. He is a, it's a terrible deal. And he is the king of terrible deals. And he is willing to take your time that you will never get back and, and offer you something that is immediate, instant gratification that in two hours, it has left you empty with nothing else to offer you. Think about the deals that we are making with the enemy. He's a terrible dealer. He offers bad deals with no return. And then think about Isaiah 61, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, Psalm 100. I can't remember where the blessings of the Lord make one rich and he addeth no sorrow to it. God's put a deal on the table for you that is really irresistible if you'll think about it. All right, find you somebody to connect with. If you can't find anybody, I'll connect with you. I love y'all very much. Let this word, let me just say, Father, let your word come alive inside of us. I've shared what I thought you gave me. And now I ask that you anoint it to go into the hearts of every single woman and let it bear fruit. Let it fall on good ground in Jesus name. Let it fall on fertile soil in Jesus name. Amen. All right. I love y'all. I'll see you later.